And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey, everybody. Good to have you back with us again for Greenlight Reviews, the show where we love to talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Let's get into I Love You, Man. Okay, I've got my gloves on, Les. I'm coming out swinging. Directed by John Hamburg, written by John Hamburg and Larry Levin. And it stars, as I said, Paul Rudd, along with Jason Segel. Mm -hmm. And the story is that Peter Clavin, played by Paul Rudd, he's a very nice guy. He's getting married to a lovely lady, Zooey, played by Rashida Jones. And everybody is saying, well, who's going to be your leading man? Who are going to be your ushers? And he suddenly is shocked to realize that he doesn't have any good male friends. Right, right. So he decides to go out and actively look for a best friend. And he goes on a series of what they call in this film, man dates. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets into some <laughs> pretty weird situations, especially one guy that his mother has fixed him up with that he discovers at the end of their dinner together is gay. Oh, gosh. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Huh? Well, of course. You of know, course. here we go again, Les. Another comedy inspired by the Judd Apatow School of Comedy Writing. And I guess I should have known that I was going to be handed the following elements when I walked into seeing this movie, I Love You, Man. I got body part jokes, disgusting female jokes, body function jokes, dumb boy men jokes. Then there's the unhappily married couple who are arguing. There's the gay exploitation concept. You know, there's the vulgar and witless 60-something parents. I mean, it's all there. What's so irritating to me is that this movie is being served up as a clever, witty, highbrow, sweet, sensitive film. And frankly, it's a very lowbrow story. It doesn't work. I couldn't stand the picture. And I'm insulted by the number of awful female jokes that are made throughout the picture. It's time that this kind of comedy really, really stops. I agree with you about some of this. I think that it is very much a formula comedy in terms of the last 10 years and mostly blamed on Judd Apatow. However, there is a sweetness about this film in places. There is a kindness. Hmm. And frankly, I very, very, very much enjoyed the two leading actors. Okay, well, I have to go back to something that really makes the movie rocky right from the beginning for me. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Les, it's really the premise. I think that this is a very paper-thin concept that a guy, mainly we're talking about the Paul Rudd character, Peter, isn't ready for marriage or for life unless he has a best bud. Huh? Come on. And then that he goes upon a series of these mandates expecting to find a best friend through this kind of phony baloney meeting over dinner and that that guy, whoever he is, that's going to sit opposite him for a couple of hours over dinner can be targeted from now on as his BFF. Give me a break. I mean, this is the kind of premise that just makes me ill because it's so totally ludicrous and it's insulting to me. Now, I understand that comedy has crazy premises, so yeah. I'm not against that. Okay. But it's the way that this premise is then told or is then laid out or rolled out, if you will, that really makes it offensive to me. Okay. I think that 
some of the people who are going to films today, comedies like I Love You Man, are going to relate to his problem. Now, it's ridiculous that he's got a month before he's going to be married, so he starts going out on all these platonic, of course, <laughs> mandates right. that is stretching reality. But on top of all the bad things that you said about this film, most of the film, and believe it or not, made me laugh. Well, here's the other main gripe that I have with the movie. Oh, my God, another one. All right. Yeah, because <laughs> I think that the character that Paul Rudd is playing, Peter, is really a metrosexual human being, and there's nothing wrong with that. If they had played that aspect out correctly, then the movie would have been really, really fun. That was mainly the relationship between Oscar and Felix in the television series, The Odd Couple. Sure. So that I would have bought. Now, in this version, they water that down to some degree because they're too afraid to go in that direction. So now they make Paul Rudd just a dull, boring human being that can't get a male friend. Give me a break. I don't buy it. Okay. I have to disagree with you on almost everything you have said. Well, honestly, Les, I can't wait to hear your arguments. There is something about this film that I liked. I don't quite know what it is. I chose to ignore people throwing up on other people. <laughs> I chose to ignore bodily function jokes. And frankly, I think Jason Siegel, who plays the guy that eventually he Hooks zeroes in with. on, he doesn't hook up with him. He zeroes in on him as a best friend. His name is Sidney. I thought Siegel was absolutely terrific in this film. Mm -mm. He seemed real. He seemed interesting. I thought the whole concept of his man cave was disgusting. For a guy who's 30 years old to have those toys in his home at his age is ridiculous. It sends a terrible message to young men who go to this movie less. It says to them, hey, those guys are funny. I can slack off and be just like them and get girls. Wow, how cool is that? It gives no credence to the concept of being responsible, of being mature, of being hip and sophisticated and cultured. So for me, I love you, man. Too many dirt bombs, too many below the belt gags, a lame premise. I'm sorry. Love you, man. From me gets a really, really dim-witted red light. Well, I think it's a very funny movie. I think that the acting was terrific. For all of these reasons, Anne, yeah. I'm giving it a green light. I'm glad that you feel that strongly about it, Les. Okay. Anne gave I Love You, Man a red light. I gave it a green light. It's directed by John Hamburg and stars Paul Rudd, Jason Segel, Rashida Jones, Jamie Presley, John Favreau, Jane Curtin, J.K. Simmons, and Andy Samberg. And I think it's a pretty good comedy if you're not too picky. Perhaps the world would be a better place, Les, if they were. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> I know, right.